my Instagram presence was not an overnight success. I have been on Instagram since December 25th, 2011, and I don't have a single like on my first six posts. (laughs) And just like everyone else, I started with a single follower. It has taken me eight years to have just over 8,000 people following me, and it's not something that just happened. So today, I want to share with you seven tips for growing naturally on Instagram. Welcome to Ask Andrea, a podcast about home life, working smart, and being a crafty babe. Hi, I'm Andrea. You probably know me online as Retro Hip Mama. I own Retro Hip Co., a company that runs on vintage-inspired creativity and a good balance of hustle and rest. I design and publish Retro Hip Magazine and create content all over the socials as a reminder to women that our creativity is important and should take up space. I'm so excited to chat with you and answer all your questions. Let's rock and roll. Your reason for growth is likely because you have something to sell or you want to grow your community. Maybe you have a crafty business or service. You might want to land a design team so you're essentially selling yourself and think you need more of a following. Typically, we don't want to grow just to like show off a big number on this platform. So the tips I'm sharing are not for growing fast or just to get to that 10,000 swipe up feature. These tips will increase not only your audience, but your engagement and your trustworthiness and status among your community, which makes people more willing to spend their likes, their comments, and their money with you. Here are seven things you can do to help grow your presence. Number one. Decide on your content type and make that the main focus of your page. If you want to sell quilts or you have a quilting service, make sure that a majority of your posts are quilting related. Toss in some selfies and daily photos here and there because people love to see the human behind the pretty squares, I'm telling you. Don't be afraid to post and share about who you are. But if you're trying to become known for your quilts, you can't post 80% about your coffee and kids and only 20% about your business. Also, on this same note, don't start off one way, then completely shift your focus without warning. If you want to combine your business and personal accounts, that's totally fine, but mention it to to your audience so that when they start seeing personal photos come across their screens that they haven't seen before, that they're prepared and that they're going to like it because they already know who you are. Explain your reasoning and then just ease into it. If they want that content, they'll stick around. If they don't, they'll unfollow, and we'll talk about this a little later. Or the opposite, if you want to separate your accounts, ask people to follow your personal account if they liked seeing those photos. For me, my account's always been mixed with personal and crafty, so keeping it that way has been predictable for my audience. I haven't made a major, like, going all one way kind of shift. So again, it's predictable. People know what to expect. Number two clear, bright photos. I know how tempting it is to finish a project and you just want to snap a pic and post it real quick. But remember, Instagram is visual. Our eyes have been trained for years now to instantly see the difference between an edited feed-ready photo and a poorly lit photo. You do not need a professional photo setup or a fancy camera, but you do need a little patience and an editing app. People want to see clear and well-lit photos. It's a fact. The details are easier to see. It gives the impression that the poster 
the person behind the camera took care and time to present their subject well. Have a clean white background or a simple background, whether it's a, a, a gray, you know, background or wooden background that needs to just, you know, needs to be clean. Uh, and some natural light or a few good directional lamps. Take a good photo. You know, pop it into an easy editor, give it some additional brightness and detail, and you're done. Leave the quick snaps for stories and take good care of your feed so that your audience gets the best presentation of what you're sharing with them. Number three, speaking of stories, do stories. At least three slides in a row. Try for once a day. And it doesn't always have to be a video, but definitely try to get yourself in front of the camera more. Instagram also rewards you for using those, their stickers and their interactive features. So ask a question, take a poll, add music, add a GIF. Sharing other posts on your stories using that little paper airplane icon is also a great thing to do. Number four, comment on photos and accounts that you really love. Engage with people who do what you do. This is not a competition. Insert yourself into the community that you want to be part of in order to learn from others, to be inspired by others, and to become part of that world. Number five, ask your audience questions. Likes are great, but they don't build relationships. Asking your audience about themselves helps you understand them build and builds a true community, honestly. Within each post, you turn it around and ask a question that's relevant to your post. People will naturally want to answer questions about themselves, and then you get to know them. And when you then engage with them again, you can engage on a personal level. You can ask them about something that you've talked about before. It just makes people, makes people feel good. And that's that's really what Instagram is about. It does not need to be about comparison. It, it should be a place that we feel good and comfortable going to. And that's what I want it to be. I know that it's not like that for everybody. Uh, okay, so the next one is number six is use hashtags. This is always like a difficult, well, how do I know? Um, so I'm just gonna, just gonna, I'm just going to go for it. You have to figure out what hashtags people are going to tap on to find the stuff that would lead them to you. This is not like, here's a list. Um, it's tricky, but you'll need to just kind of go through the hashtags of A, things that you are liking in the community that you want to be part of, um, and also that you think your people would would tap on. And then for me, I have a list. I keep I keep them in my notes app, and I have different paragraphs full of the hashtags that I use for different situations um, so that you can use them and you can just copy and paste for future use and you're not having to type all these 25 hashtags in every time you post. It, it takes a little while to curate and develop these hashtag lists, but you can easily put together a small list in like a few minutes of just searching for your topic or subject and then just refining it as you go. Also, develop your own hashtags so that when people use or buy your products, they can share and use your hashtags, which then in turn helps you build your community and your presence. Hey, babes, news break. The Crafty Babe crew membership is only open from the 1st through the 7th of this month, so be sure you're signed up before the 7th ends so you can get all the exclusive monthly content that I'm putting out and the magazine 
on magazine launch months. If you don't join this month, you'll have another chance next month, but you won't get the awesome goodies that I'm dropping this month. So head over to retrohipco.com slash membership to see the options to get signed up or to get on the list to be reminded when the next opportunity opens. Get in the crew and be a crafty babe. Number seven, post regularly. If you want to be seen more, you have to post more. At the very least, once a day, three per day at the most. You don't want to be annoying. But here's the thing. Don't just post three times a day to post three times a day. It needs to be relevant, helpful, inspirational. It should line up with your lens statement each and every time. But you need to be consistent. You can't just post once a week and expect magic to happen. Uh, You also don't need to schedule so tight that it feels unmanageable. Find a comfortable and manageable schedule um, that feels natural. Post at different times of the day. Just try hard to be consistent so people come to expect to see content from you. Uh, Recently, I started using an app to help me schedule posts ahead of time for RetroHip Magazine's account because those posts are just more predictable. But my personal account needs to stay very natural and very fluid. And so... I don't use it. Um, I don't use it consistently for um, my personal account. Uh, I also okay. So that's that's seven things. Seven things. But I have I have more to say. <laughs> so I also want to share a few things I've learned about this like Instagram growth thing. Know that it is slow. Remember, this eight thousand people could be seen as pretty cool and significant, and it is. It's a lot of eyeballs and a lot of hearts and a lot of amazing humans. But remember that it's been nearly a decade to get here. And that's just a count of the people who are there here right now at this moment. Not everyone stays through the entire life of your growth. People come and go all day, every day. And recently I've been tracking my stats just for a reference point. And I found that even though I'm gaining more than I'm losing, I am for sure losing people. The other day I gained five people and also lost five people. I totally zeroed out for the day. But another day, 12 people followed and I only lost four. For sure a win, right? But that's not my motivation at all. It's just data. You will lose followers the more that people see your posts. What happens is that someone hits follow for whatever reason. They may see your posts for a while and then maybe your stuff isn't in their feed as often because maybe they're not interacting with you as often. Um, so that when you post and it shows in their feed again, they'll be reminded that maybe they didn't actually want to follow you anymore. It's a totally a weird thing, but it happens for me personally. And so I, I know this, this is, this is just what happens. And these aren't facts, obviously. Some, some of them aren't, <laughs> but also it just, people are people and they make decisions based on a lot of factors that we can't control. And it's not healthy to spend too much time worrying about this. People that unfollow you after you post something that you're passionate about are just not your people. And you're just not going to be everything for everyone. I mean, you're not tacos, right? So you have to not take it personally. And here are just a few things that I've decided. Two things. I would rather have a small number of faithfully loyal people than a huge number of people who can't connect with me and that I can't connect with. Four quarters and a hundred pennies is still a dollar, but you get much farther with quarters. And I am not competing or racing. 
my growth is different than your growth. There's no milestone you have to hit at a certain time. If you have 17 followers, you're serving them. If you have 1,700 followers, you are serving them. If you have 17,000 followers, you're serving them. Serve the audience you have right now. I hope this has been helpful. Instagram is a crazy, fun, cool, beautiful place if we make it fun and crazy and beautiful. And whatever type of growth you want to achieve, I really hope that some of these tips have been helpful. Again, I am not, I don't know if I said this before, I'm not an Instagram growth expert. I just know how it happened for me. I know that in the last couple of years, um, I have doubled my average in growth because I've been doing these things. Um, It is like a job. (laughs) Social media is like a job. I respond to every single DM and every single comment. And I love doing that. I love, it's like the best way for an introvert to interact with people. (laughs) It's it's the best. Um, But I know that it becomes a, a, a not healthy place for people mentally or emotionally. And you've got to make that decision for yourself whether or not that's where you want to go. Um, but if this is, if, if growth is what you want, natural, organic, community-based growth, then and, and implement some of these tactics and, and make it feel natural. And people will love you if they love you. Um, so anyway, again, I just hope this is helpful uh, for whatever, whatever you're trying to do on Instagram. And I would love Speaking of Instagram, for you to come over to hang out with me on Instagram, I'm at RetroHipMama, if you don't already follow me over there. And at some point um, after this episode airs, I'll post something that maybe we can have an additional conversation about this topic. And if you have questions, you are welcome to uh, use the opportunity on Instagram to find that post and and ask a question. You can always DM me. Again, I respond. (laughs) I respond to everything. I see every comment and every DM. And I really love interacting with you guys over there. So thank you so much for listening. And I will see you again next week. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Ask Andrea. If you like this podcast and the stuff we chat about, please consider heading over to iTunes and leaving a rating and a review. You can also screenshot and share the episode you're listening to so other babes can join the conversation. I appreciate you so much. You can also hang out with me on Instagram at RetroHipMama because I'm there a lot. And you can also join my email list. As an email subscriber, I keep you updated monthly on all things RetroHipCo, and you get a fun RetroHip magazine sampler when you sign up. Head over to RetroHipCo.com slash news.